I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. So I'm William, and this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast, and I've got Dusty Hope back on the podcast today. And uh, so we know he started Inkwell and sold that business, and now he's kind of in full-time almost podcasting. Not really, but kind of. And so he's got the Bible Belt Bros Podcast, and it's going really well. And so I want to know how he grew his podcast. So here's the first question I have for you. How many listeners do you have? Um, it's kind of growing. We have a total of almost 10,000 downloads now, and probably weekly we get about three to 400 listens. All right, so uh, what's the style of the podcast and what's it about? Um, the style is kind of I – mean, we'll tackle – I like to say it's a ranting podcast where I like to complain about – church stuff without any solutions and so <laughs> um so it's it's kind of a little bit of that we also have missionaries and such that help them promote their uh things that they're raising money for and causes that they're we help we have we we kind of just say hey if you want to be on the podcast and give your testimony and talk about you know something come on and come on our podcast <laughs> so i always wonder this for myself uh the nozak consulting has the digital marketing lab podcast it's a 10 minute toolbox and i know your podcasts are like it seems like six hours long <laughs> and, and so what what is too long is there a perfect timing what have you seen with your own success so our podcast is 30 minutes is what we try to stick to now huh. so if it seems like six hours that's not a good <laughs> sign but uh, we did used to have our podcast was about an hour to an hour and 20 minutes when we very first started. But we've seen that when we condense it down a little bit, take out some of the ranting and, and banter and pre-banter and stuff and actually get to our topic faster, um, we've, we've actually had a large increase in downloads. And so I, th- I think our podcast style and maybe even yours as well is kind of like a on the way to work kind of listen so those people who who have a commute to work is usually 10 to 25 minutes typically and so if i can kind of stick in that range i think that somebody would have the time to be able to listen to my episode completely so have you been on other podcasts i know you've been on digital marketing lab talking about your your first business you bought and sold Uh, what other podcasts have you been on and has it helped you grow your own podcast well, with business as well as podcasting, networking is key and relationships is key to helping you out. So I've been on some Facebook groups and and through that process, people have reached out to me and said, hey, like your show, would you mind doing a trade? Like I come on your show and, and you come on mine and kind of help promote each other. And that's the thing with podcasting is there's not really a competition. Like people listen to so much podcasts nowadays. Um, so yeah, if I can get some of their followers and they can get some of mine, so be it. If I help somebody who listens to me be able to find another podcast they enjoy for another 30 minutes, then, I mean, I think I'm helping my listeners out as well. And so I've been on a few podcasts personally where uh, there was a, you know, just people who are starting out a podcast, uh, one guy from Baltimore, 
and uh, some guy from uh, California, I believe. And then also people have reached out that don't have podcasts but want to try to get promoted on podcasts in uh, from California, Alabama, uh, Denver, and, and such. So it's just all networking. And then, uh, yeah, I'll come and jump on anybody's podcast for 30 minutes or an hour, however you want. So what do you think were the big things that helped your podcast start to go viral? Well, time's one of them. So with podcasts, podcasts is like Netflix where you binge it. Like typically people aren't waiting till Monday morning when our podcast episode drops. They're waiting till they have time to listen to an episode. And if two or three exist, they're going to listen to all two or three. And so for me, it's time. We have about 40 episodes total now. Uh, and so when somebody finds our newest episode, they're going to go back and listen to the next five or ten before that. And so that's helped in just time in general. I think, again, networking is another key source. Uh, uh, having guests on your show that are outside of my personal influence range uh, gives me a, just another market of people that maybe have never would have never heard our podcast they can now hear it and so we're actually super popular outside of oklahoma and so we're more popular in california and i think texas and maybe missouri before we're popular so none of my friends listen to the podcast apparently <laughs> so what do you recommend for businesses in regard to podcasting who are thinking should i or shouldn't i well you're the expert on this i think but is like podcasting having a podcast is just another connection point that you can have with the customer it's also something that makes maybe you more um like real or it, it makes them feel like maybe they know you more before they even come in contact with you at your business when you're trying to sell them something now they kind of know you're maybe maybe you share some passions it's, maybe it's not even about your podcast like your company necessarily but it's about a passion you have and so then they're passionate about that and they want to do they want to help you out they want to do business with you so it's just another way to like connect with a customer and not trying to be selling them necessarily but in the end you are selling them because you're selling that relationship and then in, in return you're kind of hopefully getting a, a loyal customer out of the deal so can you make money off of a podcast uh sponsorships how what are your recommendations for people that are thinking, can I make money doing this? Or, uh, you know, I've heard you talk about this a couple times. Well, you obviously can make money. Like Joe Rogan makes bunches of money <laughs> per episode, uh, but he has millions of listeners. And so I don't have millions of listeners. So I'm not going to get the, uh, like you can get sponsorships easily uh, to be able to sponsor an episode or, whatever but you're you're getting money per visitor kind of thing like you would just do a facebook ad and you get like this much per click or whatever and so you're kind of getting that kind of thing and so that doesn't add up to a lot of money but you don't even have to wait for sponsorships nowadays you can do a, affiliate links with amazon and best buy and walmart.com share products on there and if somebody buys a product you know, even not, it might not even be the same product that you shared, but if they buy the product from clicking the link, then you're getting a kickback from that. And so every little bit helps. Uh, you can obviously do merch of any sorts of uh, keychains and shirts and whatever, coffee mugs. Uh, and people 
will buy that just to support you in general. But there's so many different ways that you can make money. Probably one of them isn't the you're gonna you're gonna have to do more than one way to if you're wanting to actually make serious money. Um, even Joe Rogan's podcast, he has merch and he has other things outside of just a paid sponsorship per episode. So let's switch gears um, a little bit. And so you're you're kind of the reason where I got into podcasting um, because you'd been doing it for a couple of years, and I kept thinking, man, I need to do a podcast. And so I just went with what you told me. I went with Podbean.com, but I know you actually researched it. So. Uh, why did you choose Podbean? Of course, I chose it because you told me to, but <laughs> why did you choose Podbean? I should have had an affiliate link for Podbean, apparently, because <laughs> I've had a few people <laughs> that have jumped on that uh, for my recommendation. But I just was on Facebook. Again, I'm on Facebook groups learning about podcasting, and uh, their interface it was seemed nice. It seemed very user-friendly for somebody who's just getting into it. Uh, I think I even they it was like free to start, so I could do some smaller episodes and kind of learn. Do I even really want to do this? You know, is this worth the work? You know, and so I was able to kind of do all that and kind of see what I wanted. They also have their own app, and so at the time, Android had not much going on when it comes to podcast plays, and so I could just tell people that didn't have an iPhone to download the Podbean app, and they can listen to it that way, and they have. And so that's probably the biggest. Now, I've also seen that their analytics, they don't get as detailed as some of the other competitors that are bigger, like Blueberry and some other ones. But, uh, but for the most part, I'm not trying to sell major ads, so I'm not really needing that kind of information yet. So tell me this. I know you did a lot of research. Did you use other post? podcasting software and um what did you think about those other softwares versus podbean uh, i honestly i just went with podbean and i stuck with them and i've seen people on facebook groups and stuff that have changed or trying to change and it honestly seems like it's a kind of a big hassle and and i've been happy with them so there's no really point to change unless maybe i have a sponsor that needs specific information and if it's worth it it's probably going to be worth the hassle Okay, so I got one more question for you. How do you interview these people that are contacting you across the country to be on your podcast? What's your process? What what software do you use? T- teach us the, the tricks of the trade. So Audacity is a program that I use uh, to record all our podcasts. It's free. That's the biggest reason we use it. But uh, it's it's just it's super easy, and I use uh, for for interviews that are not at my house. I use a program called uh, Zoom.us, or you can also use Skype. But Zoom uh, is video and audio chat. You can record uh, with one-on-one conversation. You can record as long as you want, and it gives me separate audio tracks that I can then throw into Audacity. Or I actually use a video editing program called Sony Vegas Video because I'm just familiar with it to edit my audio. And uh, so I just, zoom.us, you can screen share even if you wanted to screen share your talk notes to the other person's computer. Um, You can video chat, you can record all of that. It'll send you the video file separately, send you the audio file separately. 
and it's just been pretty easy and then if they don't have a computer they you get a phone number that they can just call in and talk to you that way so it just seems really user-friendly for anybody who's especially if i'm interviewing somebody that doesn't have their own podcast they obviously don't have the mics and the equipment set up to really record through skype or anything like that so i'd probably rather have a phone at that point you mentioned your home studio, and I've been to it. And, and so if I want to create a studio at my house to record my podcast, why don't you just break down your setup and, and everything that you use and, and all the gear that goes into your weekly podcast? I have a Windows 7 computer <laughs> and uh, with Audacity on it, and then I have a USB interface um, that I won off of eBay. There's a few different ones out there. Um, mine's M Power is what my my brand is, but it I have a line in from my personal mic, and then there's a line in coming from a mixer with the two or three guests that we have on the podcast, and that mixes into a second channel, and all of that helps the audio not be uh, too overpowering to the computer. Then it goes out from from that interface into a USB input on the computer which and then everything comes in crisp and clear. And I actually have separate audio tracks with that, uh, my mic and everybody else's mic, that I can mix it later if somebody was too loud or I didn't get it right the first time. And it's, it's really a simple setup, just, uh, just one little audio, USB audio interface that I actually accidentally won on eBay for seven bucks. Uh, but it's even not that, it's like 50 bucks. So at the most, I mean, that's a quick, easy setup right there. So if they want to be on your podcast, how do they get a hold of you, um, and what's your podcast name? Well, you can just easily just go on Facebook, you know, search Bible Belt Bros Podcast. Uh, we pop up there pretty quick, and uh, just send us a message and send us that you want us you want to be on our podcast and what do you want to talk about, and we'll reach out to you. We're we're not ashamed of not having anybody because everybody's influence is different, and uh, we want to help you. Uh, with our influence and we hope that you help us by sharing that episode with your influence as well so i'm william and this is the digital marketing lab podcast